This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Hello and welcome to Country Roads Confidential. I am your host, Chris Anderson, publisher of eresports.com, the West Virginia site on the 247sports.com network. This is a semi-emergency, large emergency, rapid reaction whatever you want to call it, podcast. It is almost midnight on Saturday night, July 8th. And not too long ago, some wild, wild accusations uh, and a story breaking that former West Virginia University head coach Bob Huggins, via a lawyer, is threatening to sue the university if he is not reinstated as head coach of the men's basketball program, stating that he did not, in fact, resign with the intent to retire, as stated in a statement released or credited to him uh, just last month. Um, details of this are up on the website right now at earsports.com. You can go over there and read them, go over there and read some of my thoughts on them already, but I wanted to kind of go into the detail of, of a few things that are standing out to me um, here late, again, late. Uh, and as soon as it's coming out, we're, more will probably come out as the sun comes up, but these are the five things that are really standing out to me right now. Uh, as I read through this and talk to people, um, let's begin with the first part about the, uh, the, the fact that Huggins' lawyer, um, uh, David Campbell out of Cleveland, Ohio, stating that Huggins never signed a resignation, never gave official um, certified mail written declaration of his resignation. Um, and you go back and you look and, and the information that we have been provided um, and what the university had, I it, it's I don't want to say that um, he's not wrong, but he might not be wrong because based off the correspondence correspondence that we have access to, there was an off the record conversation between Huggins's lawyer at the time, which is something else we're going to get to, uh, Rocky Gianola and the university about his planned retirement. And then the university sent over what they called uh, appropriate language, acceptable language for the statement. And basically 
right after that email from the university to to uh, uh, Mr. Gianola, an email came back from an email account associated to June Huggins, Bob's wife, with essentially copying and pasting that statement back, saying that Huggins was retiring. And from everything I'm reading here, uh, including the response from West Virginia University General Counsel, that was the official resignation as far as WVU is concerned. Um, it, it had a response from Ren Baker saying, thank you, we accept your resignation. Uh, and they moved forward with that. Yeah, the, the general counsel also makes reference to the conversa- many conversations they have had uh, and the fact that Huggins met with a team and a coaching staff and announced that he was retiring, told them he was not coaching them. Um, so, I mean, obviously there's more than just this, but as far as a, a legal binding document, according to what is made available this evening and this evening only, that's what they went off of was an email that was not even, you know, had no name to it or anything, but is associated with June Huggins's email. Uh, moving on to number two, the second thing that, that stood out with me, to me from the letter from David Campbell. Um, he references the uh, quote-unquote Pittsburgh incident, uh, obviously referencing the DUI um, that Bob Huggins had just last month that ultimately led to uh, his resignation here, retirement, whatever, firing, whatever we're going to end up calling this, um, and said, quote, that it is close to, quote, fully resolved without charges. Um, details are not shared in here. Obviously, I mean, uh, when you're talking about lawsuits and, and um, pending cases, usually those are not discussed publicly. Um, especially when things are being negotiated with a prosecuting attorney uh, or or whatever uh, the other party is. But the idea that, um, you know, Bob Huggins, presumably, again, uh, for those who don't know, we have put in for the dash cam and body cam footage of the incident and were turned away by Pittsburgh police and told to that, they couldn't hand it over that we had to then reach out to in person, the prosecuting attorney, and it was entirely up to them whether they would release it or not. As of now, that has not happened. Um, but the idea that we're going to assume here that what was stated in the police statement and, uh, and the incident report is true. It's, it's kind of wild to believe there is a situation here where, a man can blow three times the legal limit sitting in a car in the middle of the road with a busted tire and not get charged with something. Um, that's it. Again, you can say all sorts of things. We'll see. But that certainly stood out to me from what I read in that in that email in that uh, letter from Campbell. Um, moving on to the next part here. The third thing that's really standing out from this is that so much of this, so much of what is being said now and how this is being handled jives with things that Mike and I reported all the way back on that Saturday that the Huggins retirement um, disputed retirement um, happened. Um, Mike previously reported that that basically Huggins was fighting this all the way up until 
uh, late Saturday afternoon. And even when everybody was saying, you know, yeah, he's going to get fired, he's going to resign, whatever it is, it's imminent. There were people fighting to keep Huggins in power, fighting to keep Huggins with his job. Um, Not long after that, I reported that, that, yeah, there were very important people. Uh, VIPs, capital letters all the way across, not just at the university, but at the the state of West Virginia level. Uh, politicians involved here trying to make sure that Huggins um, kept his job. And there was a push by some of those VIPs to have Huggins go to rehab essentially for six months, at most a year, and then try to return as head coach at West Virginia University. Um, for the record, West Virginia, um, presumably led by President Gee, uh, said no. That's not that's not an option. This is not an option. And the options are you will retire or you will be fired. And that was the stance that West Virginia University took, and that was the stance they they stuck uh, stuck by. Um, and ultimately, that is what led to the, again, now disputed resignation slash retirement. Um, again, all part of this at about the same time, released around the same time to us, was um, a response from West Virginia University's general counsel. Um, they referenced the email from uh, the June Huggins email account. They reference the many conversations that they have had with um, Bob Huggins's, I, w- I want to say, normal lawyers, um, Bob Fitzsimmons, who they make point of saying somebody that that, that had, had um, represented Huggins before and was in discussions with him about his retirement, about his contract. Lanky Gianola, who everybody knows has been Huggins's go-to lawyer for quite some time. Um. Those are the two guys that have been in talks with the university about this whole situation uh, for quite some time now. And then suddenly, uh, what are we, almost almost a month later, there's a, a new third lawyer that um, previously was in no way you know, a representative of Huggins and, and not him bo- had been involved in any discussions. And, 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 and the West Virginia university general counsel said, Hey, we, you know, we need to make it clear who is representing Huggins. And they have requested um, confirmation or of, of who represents Huggins and quote substantiated in a reliable writing for your lawyers out there. I'm sure you know what that means, but uh, there is going to have to be some kind of formal process here to make it clear uh, who is representing Huggins now and moving forward, because it, it it probably cannot be all three, especially if each of the three of them are giving different um, different viewpoints on what's happening right now and having different conversations with WVU. Um, and then finally, that brings me to this. What's the end game here? for Huggins because I don't see it. Um, He was given the option, and I have not seen anybody dispute this. I think everybody's in agreement on this part, Um, but both uh, Huggins' new counsel apparently um, 
so our sources at WVU, everyone we've spoken to, he was given the ultimatum, you resign or we fire you. You know, after the the radio incident earlier this offseason, his contract was amended, essentially making it, you know, you're down to your final strike. One more strike and you are out and, and the university has the authority to um, to fire you and not have to pay you. And then he screwed up again. So the, the school said, hey, we'll, we'll allow you to retire or you can be fired. So now if he's saying he didn't retire, he can't force West Virginia University to then make, make him head coach. Or I guess he can for one instant, and then the university can simply fire him. Um, as a, as they are allowed to do, based off of the new amended contract. Um, so I'm unclear of what the end game here, what the goal is, because there is no scenario. There's not no scenario where Bob Huggins is going to be the head coach at West Virginia University again. So I do not see what the point this is right now unless it's to try to clear his name, unless there's something more going on with the, as noted and as quoted in the letter, the Pittsburgh incident. Um, But until something changes about that incident, nothing's going to change about his status with WVU right now. But we're not going to get any answers tonight. I'd like to get some sleep tonight and hopefully tomorrow, Sunday, maybe Monday, once we get back to the weekend being over, some things will start to clear up. We'll start to get some answers and things can get, uh, you know, straighten out. And in West Virginia again, and this basketball program can get out of the news for just a little while. Until then, I'm Chris Anderson. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.